Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Carlita, and I am on the phone with After 7. So, what's going on today, guys? How's everything up. going? Up and at them, bright and early. <laughs> well, that, that's good. That's good. So, um, thank you for meeting with me today. So, would you say that you guys grew up in a musical household? Yeah, uh, uh, kind of, sort of. You know, I mean, there was always music playing, but as far as a lot of major instrument, instrumentation, not necessarily so. We had a few brothers who played instruments, but that was pretty much it. It was mainly just music that played, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, on a 45 or, uh, you know, 45 or 33, something like that, back in the day. That's back in the day. I may be speaking foreign language to you when I say those numbers. <laughs> no, I've I've heard about it. I've heard about those numbers. So, how did growing up in Indy influence you? Oh, I mean, Indianapolis has a profound effect on our generation or two generations that we were associated with closely. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we came through, Indianapolis was a very controlled city. You know, we. We have a term we use for Indianapolis, we like to call it tidy town. And that's simply because, you know, they hear things in order. They, you know, we, we like during the riots in the 60s, Indianapolis was cool. There wasn't no rioting, there wasn't no outbreaks. We was, you know, and there were a lot of reasons. They had diverse employment, different kind of opportunities in Indianapolis, variety of education, variety of employment opportunities for cross-section of people. So we were cool during those times, and I think that had an effect on us, uh, how we looked at, you know, the normal outlook of society, work hard, go to school, get your education. You know, none of us were afraid of work. Um, And I think that goes back to part of what Indianapolis kind of puts in place in you, the mentality to go to school and work. But then there's some downsides that ain't that great. We ain't going to get into all that. We just talk mm-hmm. about the good parts. But yeah. overall, you know, some great talent. You know, Biblical Fox is from Indianapolis. Um, uh, Mike Epps from Indianapolis. You know, we, we, we've had our fair share of, uh, you know, West Montgomery. Um, so there's some good 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 people, good things. Of course, Mr. Baby Face songwriter extraordinaire. Of course. And his brother is from there. So, you know, we're proud of our roots of Indiana and uh, Indianapolis. Uh, don't always get the love, but, you know, we love them. So speaking of your brother, uncle, friend, producer, extraordinaire, was it easy working with L.A. Reid and Babyface? Always. Um this is this is Kevin. I think it's always been an easy, uh, easy process. Um, with them, they they knew us, they understood us. Uh, they, they really kind of they really kind of helped form the direction of the group. And so, uh, it's like a bring bring a new child into the world. You know, you raise them up in the way that you want them to go. And so, uh, they knew uh, they knew the makeup of the group. They knew what you know. Uh, what the dynamics were, and uh, and really kind of what they had in, in, in the three individuals when we first started out, which I think made it easier for them to uh, uh, kind of guide us and, and nurture us 
you know, first time out, you know, because actually when we signed, we we signed with them and started working with them. We were grown men. Right. But we weren't young teenagers out here trying to figure it out, you know, focused on, you know, uh, distracted by this or that. We were focused on the very thing that we longed to do for quite some time. So mm-hmm. with all those things coming together, I think it made uh, that process working with them. Between themselves, were they like a yin and yang in terms of complementing each other? Very much so, I think. Uh, I think they both gave each other something that the other didn't have. Uh, in that, there there was a, a certain bravado or confidence, I think. As they continued to work together, they grew together, and uh, it just uh, they enhanced each other's uh, skills and, and abilities, I think. It was a compliment. So what's the creative process like? What was the creative process like in the studio? Hurry up and wait. (laughs) 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 Our job was to be there and be ready when called. That was our job. And so, you know, and, and, you know, you you have to, uh, you have to accept that those are the terms because, on the other side of it is opportunity. Are you willing to uh, do what you need to do until the until the uh, situation opportunity presents itself? That was part of it, but um, <laughs> they worked well together. You know, they for us initially the first time around, it was about them creating something. Mm-hmm. You no know, checking in with us. How does this feel? And when he first, when uh, I think when Kenny first wrote a uh, Ready or Not, you know, he. Uh, he wrote it down, uh, you know, uh, he, he brought asked us to come up to the house and just kind of listen to this song. Hey, what do you think about this? This is, what I, this is the direction I'm thinking. You know, so we, we had an opportunity to kind of get a sense as to whether or not it fit for us as we start the process. And, uh, you know, um, like I said, they had a handle on uh, where to go, how to do it. Did it sound like a hit to you when you first heard it? Anything we did was a hit, baby. What I'm trying to say is once I tell you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> now, that, let me be clear. That is a joke. I'm teasing. But, uh, you know, as an act, you oftentimes just at the sheer opportunity of knowing that you, after all this time, are recording and, 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 and signed to an actual label after it was something that you did with a quest that you, you know, had hoped for and finally now it has happened that when you're in the studio and doing these things, everything feels great. Right. Everything feels great, you know, but you know, uh, you have to leave it to uh, the ones who know, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, uh, whether or not, yeah, I think over time now, I mean, for me today, I don't necessarily say I'm the one who can tell you what's a hit, what's not necessarily. I have my opinion, but I got an opinion like everybody's got one, you know. Uh, but I think I think I know when it works for us, finally. I think I know when we have something special. Right. That, that's, a, that's a lane I'm sure of, you know. For everybody else, it could be different, you know. <laughs>